Hello, this is Anna from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 6th of May. India today registered 4.12 lakh new coronavirus cases, taking the overall count in the country to over 2.10 crore. This is the highest rise in daily cases. The active cases in the country stand at 35.6 lakh. India administered 19.5 lakh vaccine doses in the last 24 hours, taking the total to 16.25 crores. News 18 reported that less than 2% of the 3.5 crore citizens in the 18 to 44 age group who have registered for the coronavirus vaccine since 28th of April have received the jab so far. The Union Health Ministry today said no oxygen concentrator received in foreign relief aid was with the customs at any port. The government said these consignments were being immediately cleared. Meanwhile, the Hindu quoted virologist Gagandeep Kang as saying that the second wave of coronavirus pandemic in India may begin to start tapering between the middle and end of May. The Supreme Court today told the center that its formula for working out oxygen allocation in Delhi is a gross underestimate. It also wrapped the center over the handling of the oxygen crisis and said, and I quote, it is not just about allocating oxygen to states, but we also need a plan for logistics. The third wave is around the corner and that it's time we start preparing for it, unquote. Additionally, Delhi government announced that all residents in need of oxygen for home isolation can apply it on delhi.gov.in website with a valid photo ID, Aadhaar card details and a coronavirus positive report. Various states in India are reporting a steep surge in daily cases and deaths. One amongst the worst affected states, Maharashtra, reported a record 920 new deaths and 57,640 new infections in the last 24 hours. The state tally has risen to 48,80,542, including 6.4 lakh active cases. Next in the row is Karnataka, which has logged 50,112 fresh COVID-19 cases, pushing the state's overall count to 17.4 lakh. The death toll in the state rose to 16,884 after 346 fatalities were recorded. As alarming as these figures are, multiple media reports have indicated that they are heavy undercounts. The Kerala government has imposed a complete lockdown, allowing only essential services to function in the state from 8th of May to 16th of May in view of the coronavirus situation. As cases continue to rise, K. Vijay Raghavan, principal scientific advisor to the government, has warned that a third wave of the coronavirus pandemic was inevitable. He said that vaccines have to be updated to deal with new strains of the virus along with further surveillance. Many states have also reported a shortage of vaccines to inoculate their residents. Amid this, West Bengal Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee along with Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan wrote to Prime Minister Narendra Modi urging him to allocate greater quantities of medical oxygen and vaccines to the states. After the Chhattisgarh High Court raised objections to the state's vaccination policy prioritizing antyodhe card holders, 
the state government has postponed the COVID-19 vaccination drive for citizens aged between 18 to 44. Yesterday, the High Court had asked the state government to fix a reasonable ratio of allotment of vaccines to the Antyodaya group, persons belonging to below poverty line and above poverty line, with reference to all relevant aspects. According to John Hopkins University, globally the coronavirus has now infected 154.7 million people and killed over 3.23 million since the pandemic broke out in December 2019. The United States has reissued its travel advisory on India. It has urged its citizens not to travel to the country due to the unprecedented surge in coronavirus cases. The Joe Biden administration has announced its support for waiving patent protections for COVID-19 vaccines. The US has been under pressure to waive protections for vaccine manufacturers, especially amid criticism that rich nations were hoarding COVID-19 vaccines. The Election Commission has delayed bypolls to three Lok Sabha and eight Assembly seats in view of the prevailing coronavirus situation in the country. The Election Commission said that vacancies have been notified in Lok Sabha seats of Dadra and Nagar Haveli, Khandwa in Madhya Pradesh and Mandi in Himachal Pradesh. In the Assembly seats, the constituencies of Kalka and Elenabad in Haryana, Vallabh Nagar in Rajasthan, Sindhgi in Karnataka, Rajabala and Moring King in Meghalaya, Fatehpur in Himachal Pradesh and Badvale in Andhra Pradesh were supposed to vote. In a statement, the poll body said that it would not be appropriate to hold the elections till the pandemic situation significantly improves and the conditions become conducive for the bipoles. The Election Commission had recently received flak from various sections after it held assembly elections in four states of West Bengal, Tamil Nadu, Kerala, Assam and the Union Territory of Puducherry, despite a record surge in cases in India. Last month, Sanjeev Banerjee, the Madras High Court Chief Justice, held that the Election Commission was singularly responsible for the second wave of the pandemic. The central government has approved the Supreme Court, challenging an order passed by the Karnataka High Court on Wednesday, directing the centre to increase the daily liquid medical oxygen allocation for Karnataka as 1,200 MT. Yesterday, the High Court had passed the order after taking cognizance of the incidence of COVID patients dying due to shortage of oxygen. According to live law, a division bench comprising Chief Justice A.S. Oka and Justice Arvind Kumar of the High Court ordered, and I quote, In the circumstance, we have no option but to issue a mandatory direction to the Government of India to again consider representation made by the state government on 30th of April. We direct the state government to immediately submit a representation to the Government of India with a projected estimate of oxygen for next one week. Unquote. Earlier, the High Court had noted that though the state government had made a demand for 1700 empty oxygen per day, the centre had only increased it to 862 empty. While the country is grappling with the coronavirus crisis, News Laundry's team has been reporting on it too. Our recent report from Uttar Pradesh's Meerut shows how a family's desperate hunt for oxygen resulted in death. My colleagues Ayush Tiwari and Basan Kumar followed the family of Suresh, a fruit seller from Meerut's Nandla Bhattu locality, who was first turned away from a private hospital and later his family went to Lala Lajpat Rai Medical College. 
When they finally went to the emergency department, which had little oxygen left, doctors declared Suresh dead. Watch their video report on our website newslaundry.com. It is titled "In Mated: A Family's Hunt for Oxygen Ends in Death." Earlier, Ayush and Basant had reported how UP's Mated is reporting seven times fewer COVID deaths. As per the figures quoted by the Adityanath government, between 19th April and 30th April, no more than 36 people died of COVID in Meerut. However, the city's biggest crematorium recorded 264 cremations of those who had succumbed to COVID in the same period. Dear listeners, at times such as these, when governments are actively masking the true scale of the tragedy, it is crucial to report the truth. At News Laundry, we are trying to bring you stories of this devastating pandemic that the authorities would rather weren't told. But we can't do this work without the support of our subscribers who pay to keep news free. Join the movement to strengthen independent news and subscribe to News Laundry by hitting the subscribe button at the top right-hand corner of the website newslaundry.com. Our subscription starts at rupees three hundred a month. The Bombay High Court today granted bail to Sanatan Sanstha member Vikram Bhave, accused in the 2013 murder of rationalist Narendra Dabolkar. Bhave, who is currently lodged at the Yerwada Central Jail, will be released after submitting a cash bond of rupees one lakh. Bhave is accused of tampering with evidence in the case and for helping two accused to a recce of the murder spot and escape route. The trial court has held that there is sufficient incriminating material against him, relying on a confessional statement by one of the shooters and co-accused Sharad Kalaskar. Bhave was arrested along with Sanstha advocate Sanjeev Punalekar, another accused in the case, on 26th of May 2019. Dabolkar, the 67-year-old, was shot dead while he was taking a morning walk in Pune on 20th of August 2013. In Arunachal Pradesh, doctors are beginning a two-day cease work protest from 7th of May, wherein they will not attend to COVID-19 patients during the course of their protest. This came in response against attempted mob lynching of two doctors of Samaritan Hormin Hospital in Itanagar capital region after a female patient succumbed to coronavirus in the hospital. The angry mob had also vandalized property of the hospital. According to Northeast Now, the hospital in a statement claimed that the patient's family was reluctant to accept the explanations for the death of the female patient, and that they started vandalizing the hospital property and manhandled the doctors and staff of the hospital. Reacting to this, the Arunachal Pradesh State Commission for Women or APSCW has taken sue moto cognizance of the woman's death in the hospital, wherein her relatives alleged that the cause of death was medical negligence. The APSCW has asked the Eta Nagar Capital Complex (SP) to conduct a fair and unbiased investigation into the case. Riot police fired tear gas at protesters in Bogota on Wednesday during an eighth day of nationwide anti-government demonstrations after crowds attacked police stations in the capital overnight. According to Al Jazeera, riot police used tear gas to disperse demonstrators from the main public square in the capital, as well as in other parts of the city where people had assembled. The clashes have allegedly left at least 24 people. 23 civilians and one police officer dead and at least 87 missing in the protests that started on 28th of April 
The protests were called in opposition to a now-cancelled tax reform plan that the Colombian government aimed to stabilize an economy ravished by the coronavirus pandemic. However, according to the working and middle-class Colombians, the plan only favored the rich while placing more pressure on them. Demonstrations and lawmaker opposition resulted in President Duke withdrawing the proposal on Sunday and his finance minister resigning a day later. However, now the protesters are calling for a withdrawal of a proposed health reform and a guaranteed basic income of 1 million pesos, which is $260 for all Colombians among other demands. In a video address, President Duke repeated government allegations that illegal armed groups are engaging in acts of vandalism and looting. He also said more than 550 arrests had been made while numerous have died. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. Stay safe and see you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.